Come with me as we dive into some of the most intimate diaries a person could share. My mission is to inspire you to push through during the toughest of times, too. Thank you for being here. This is Push Diaries Podcast, and I'm your host, Tess. What's up, everybody? Tyler and I and Heather, our special guest, wanted to bring you guys a special episode today for December. So stay tuned because I have a lot of really great guests coming up on the podcast. Barb and Jeff will be back on for an update on their life, how they're doing, and how their health journey is going. Barb's daughter, Mackenzie, is going to be on the podcast as well, sharing her restorative journey after having a leg amputated along with physical therapy. Um, I'll also be talking to the Kelly Brush Foundation here in the new year, and Dan from Dare to Try will be on next week. So stay tuned. A lot of great content coming your way. I also interviewed a producer by the name of Adam Schomer, who helped create and produce the Heal documentary. So that's super, super exciting. And without uh, further ado, here is our conversation, Tyler and I, with Heather. Thanks, guys. Oh, and be sure to check out the Patreon page, www.patreon.com forward slash Push Diaries podcast to hear more from Tyler. Here's the show. Hey. Hi. How are you, Heather? I'm good. (laughs) Good. I'm drinking hot water as tea, and Tyler's drinking a gin and tonic. Nice Nice choice. Good gin, too. Tell her about it. Botanist. What is it? It's called the botanist. Ooh. That's fancy. It's fancy. It was $40 for the whole bottle, I think, Mm -hmm. or... For the fifth, yeah. Yeah. Hot damn. He. It's the only liquor I keep. So I figure if I'm going to keep one liquor, I better make sure it's like a good type. Oh, yeah. That's are you right. going to keep buying this one? I don't, I'll switch between this and Hendrix. Yeah. He really likes Hendrix, too. But, you know, his YouTube sensation, um, Binging with Babish, the guy, that uh-huh. cooking guy. Yes, I love Binging with Babish. Yeah, so he really likes the, it's called the botanist. Am Mm -hmm. I saying it right? So, well, how are you, Heather? It's good to see you. Thanks for coming on with us today. We wanted to do something fun and not do a regular episode today. So here we are. (laughs) I can't, like, I'm sorry. I'm just laughing because your face is just absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) Just so you guys know that, like, you can't see Tessa's face, but she's smiling at me like <laughs> like I'm a pot of gold or something. Well, you are a pot of gold. We waited oh. for you at the end of the rainbow called 412 Minnesota time. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I, yeah, I had to finish work and, um, yeah, I was talking to my colleague about COVID and that's what everybody's talking about. It's true. What's that? COVID? I haven't heard of it. It's a global pandemic. It's a virus that's spread around the globe. 
Fake news. Tyler's been living in a hole, apparently, the last 12, well, how many months? At least nine. It's been yeah. going on a lot almost, longer almost, than that. It's almost but... a year. We're coming up on a year Yeah, on this we are. I think China had discovered it, like, in November of 2019, mm-hmm. so it has been a year. Heather, do you want to share with the listeners anything? I currently have COVID, um, and it's... Ooh. I'm I'm really I have to say that I am grateful that I'm not super sick. I have minor symptoms. Um, they have changed because I'm going on what I think it'll be three. It'll be three weeks. Wait, this weekend? Yeah, on Monday, right? So three weeks, and you still feel like crap, huh? I mean, I don't feel like crap. I. I, my symptoms have changed here. I'll give, I'll give you the timeline. I have to look at my calendar calendar though. So wait, so on the, I think on the 15th, I definitely had it because I wasn't feeling well on the 15th and then, um, the 15th of November. And then that whole week, I didn't feel very, very well. Um, started off with like muscle aches and, uh, basically like, I thought it was allergies, honestly. Um, and then my partner wasn't feeling well. And so when he he said that, I kind of thought, uh-oh, we should probably go get tested. And then the end of the first week, I had vertigo, <laughs> which is really weird. Jeez. I know. Yeah. Only for, and it was really slight. It was only if, like, when I was getting in or out of bed, I would kind of get, like, the, like, the spins. It was really strange. Um, yeah, and anyone who's had vertigo before knows how awful it is. Um, have you guys ever had vertigo? No. I did like when I was having chemo, but not in not the degree you did, Heather. You, I could tell you felt really poor, just the way you were talking and the way you looked on Marco Polo. I mean, you were honestly, I was worried about you too. What was um, the scariest part about it? Um, I mean, I think it's I, honestly, I was worried. I like infected people or something because my bubble has been very small, but my partner and I, we, you know, we have dinner with his family every Sunday and we had dinner with them that Sunday that we weren't, I wasn't feeling well. And so that was the scariest part. And then, um, honestly, I've had a cough the last couple of days and that's kind of freaked me out because they talk about how it affects your lungs. Um, but it hasn't been too bad though. I, so like when you found out was it were you like holy crap or like what was it like finding out or getting the test results and you were like oh it's positive well my partner messaged me because he also has it so let's not use his name though because i don't we won't it's top secret information we don't want to out him or whatever but uh call him larry yeah we'll call him larry (laughs) yeah Because who found out first? You or Larry. By the way, everybody, that's Tyler in the background there. He's also on the podcast with us today. Hi. He usually requires people to hear his voice by charging them money on Patreon. So if you guys want to hear more of Tyler, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Push Diaries podcast. But Heather, Heather was episode two, so it's fun to have her back on. And she'll be on a lot more. But yeah, yeah. what was it? What was it like finding out, Heather? Tell us. We want to know. Did did Larry find out first, or did you? Yeah. Did you guys go together? No, we went separately. Like in Minneapolis, 
Um, I really love my city, by the way. Not my city, but the city I live in. Um, they have free COVID testing and it's been saliva testing, um, which is nice. I don't have to get anything shoved up my nose. Um, I mean, I would have, but I had to do so that. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I've heard it's awful. Um, but yeah, so we, we went separately and he actually messaged me that he was positive that Thursday night and I cried because I felt overwhelmed. Yeah. Just not, not because like. I was worried. I mean, obviously I'm, I was worried about us and whatever, but I just, this has been such a long year and you kind of feel like you do everything right and you're trying to be safe. And I kind of just felt really defeated. And then I was scared. And so I cried a little bit and then I went to bed and then I woke up the next day and I had an email saying that I was positive too. So. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's overwhelming. I would probably cry too. If I had it, you can bet I would be really stressed. It's scary because, you know, they still just don't know a lot about the long-term effects. Um, and everybody's ha- everybody that I have talked to who has had it has had different symptoms, kind of. Um, I've had, like, all of the symptoms, but not – I didn't have a fever, though. Like, I had muscle aches. I had, like, a cold. I had vertigo. I lost my sense of smell, which I knew when I cleaned my bathtub with bleach and hot water, and I couldn't smell the bleach. Wow. Yeah, no. because bleach yeah. is like even dense. Like it smells like it's heavy. Wow. Yeah, I couldn't even smell bleach. It was crazy. Um, that is crazy, girl. It's kind of coming back though, so that's good. But I didn't lose my sense of taste, which was or my my uh, yeah. Yeah, good. Which and I would have been bad if I couldn't taste food because I ma- I made a roast chicken for Thanksgiving and it was delicious. <laughs> so. Yeah, yum. Did Larry lose his sense of taste? Like, did you guys have the same symptoms? He, um, I'm trying to, yeah, no, he couldn't taste because I burnt some tortilla chips or some tortillas and uh-huh. he ate them. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, can you taste that? And he's like, nope. And I'm like, okay, that's, <laughs> that's why you ate them. Hey, if you were a bad cook, that would be a, not a horrible <laughs> thing, right? I mean, it kind of works I'm, out because then he'll eat it no matter what, right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so it's just been a whirlwind. I tested today, so I'm hoping I'm probably still positive because I'm still coughing a little bit. But well, with every new test, is it another like two weeks you have to quarantine, or are you just going to get tested like every week? I I'm gonna my plan is to just keep going until I'm negative. Um, so I'm gonna quarantine until I'm negative. I don't I don't want to you know, risk anybody or endanger anybody. Um, and I, that just makes sense to me logically. I don't think, I mean, I'm still dealing with the virus obviously. So I don't think yeah. the quarantine, you know, an addition. Yeah. But. Right. Well, and it's nice. You said like, you can go back as many times as you need to. And the saliva test is rapid, right? Like that's the quick one where you, Oh, it's not it takes like help. two days or what? They tell you 48 hours. Um, my first test took 48 hours. Nice. My second, my second test took 48 hours, and I just got a third one. Or, yeah, so it it depends. But, I mean, obviously, the numbers here in Minnesota have been skyrocketing. How about you guys? What's it like in Michigan right now? Tyler had to get tested because one of our close friends was tested positive, and you had to wait five days, didn't you? Uh, Yeah, someone in our pod 
got it. Um, mm. And he took me to the airport. So we all had to get tested. And he actually had went over to a friend's house that night and like our entire pod like got infected or or a scare oh. at least. And it kind of was an eye opener for all. It was a little surreal. And yeah, I did. I did both. My work made me do the rapid test because they wanted me to get back to work as quick as possible. Um, but I had heard that those have a lot of false negatives. They do. That's what I've heard too, actually. Yeah. So, so I, to take. Yeah. So I, I did both. I got the rapid test. It was negative. So I went back to work and then a couple days later I got the regular one. Uh, and it was three days and then I got my results and it was negative as well. So I'm like, well, two yeah. negatives I feel pretty good about. And it's funny because everyone got tested. Nobody was positive. Not even his wife was positive. Yeah. So like. That's crazy. And he was completely asymptomatic. So who knows. It is scary. Like you said, Heather, you never know how it'll affect different people. And yeah. Yeah, I know. It just makes me be like, am I that out of shape? Or like, like, you know what I mean? Because they say like people who are healthy, generally healthy have less symptoms but I feel like I had like a bunch of symptoms <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean it's like yeah. do I, like work on my fitness a little bit more I mean, more. yeah I mean we we have been going disc golfing a lot like obviously because you're outside and he and I are together and you know there's not people crowded up course. so yeah. we've been doing that but yeah I don't know it's it's been a whirlwind um it's been fairly warm in Minnesota, Heather. Yeah, I would say so. It's been in the 40s, upper upper 30s, lower 40s, which has been really nice to get outside on the weekend. Because it gets dark now at like 4.30, so you can't really yeah, really thing outside after 4.30, which is such a bummer. But um, yeah, same that, here. that's the life we, le- we live, living in the Midwest. So. Yeah, it is. Um, so Heather, on this list that I sent you before you called me, um, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Oh, no, it's okay. But yeah, I was hammering out work. What should we talk about next, Tyler? Do you want to pick something on the list or do you want me to? I was just going to let it happen naturally, but considering you just like (laughs) called out the list, I guess. I mean, we've been recording for 12 minutes, so I guess I'm ready to move on to another topic. I mean, we hope everybody stays healthy and happy with the COVID topic that we talked about. And we hope Heather tests negative and... We're so glad, Heather, like you said, we feel fortunate that you're not sick anymore. We have to move on. That is We're the will. On. That is the will of Push Diaries podcast host Teresa Full. You're just recording the audio, right? You're not recording my face right now, right? That's okay. correct. Because I look like a mess right now. <laughs> oh, you you do look not. great. You're she fine. always looks great. And I have the perfect topic. It's very Ooh. important and dear to me. It's this closet <laughs> idea I had. Ooh. I have been thinking about Tess's horrible closet, <laughs> and it's horrible because. Of how much clothes you have, right? You have. I have a lot of clothes. So it's literally like a waterfall cascading out of the closet. You have so much. Uh oh. That is that is it. Like and he's not wrong. the The hangers are packed in there. They're packed in there, right? So uh, you know the hardest part with you being in a chair, right? Is upward 
reach. reach, right? You can't reach too high. But with a closet, that's something that's less of an issue. Because hanger, they, you can get those hanger hooks and you can grab stuff. So my awesome idea is to rip out that top shelf that's up there and put that stuff somewhere else, which yeah. is, I think will be fine. Yeah. And then literally I mean, move the bar all the way up and have like, and basically add like two extra rows for clothes. And then I want to put like a bookshelf or like a really low, like two bunker uh, shelf at the bottom for storage down low. Yeah. And are you so thinking you're... of like a hook that I could use to grab stuff yeah. down? You can go buy those. They're like 10 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like they have them in department stores, or like the people yeah. get them off for very high. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe we. What get... are they like, you guys? Is there a hook at the top, or what's at the yeah. top? Stick. It's a it's hook a and also pole. like a pointy thing, so you can like get it. So that's not ways. a horrible idea. I actually really like that idea. And right now, in the top of my closet, Tyler is keeping my catheter boxes up there. And then when I run out of catheters, he just brings down a new box. And he's right. We could totally keep those in the guest bedroom closet or in the basement. They don't have to be in my clothes closet. Because I was I'm a proponent of too. Yes, tell me. Get rid of some of your clothes. It actually feels really good. It really does. <laughs> That's applause from Tyler, by the way. Thunderous applause. Yes, I have gotten rid of three garbage bags of clothes. Yeah, Heather, you're good at that. Use. Heather sent me a Marco Polo probably two months ago, and she just like flipped the camera and showed her pile of clothes and was like, that's what I'm washing and that's what I'm getting rid of. And you you do a good job at that. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I will say, you guys, You're I have a, a lot of shirts that I have wore like maybe three, four times that I'm not super in love with that I sort of have because it's convenient, right? And so Oof. I did pull out... A whole garbage wig full of clothes just yesterday. So I will say that. Mm. But it's hard, too, for me. I don't know about you guys, but especially with the pandemic, like, I've gained some weight. Oh, guys, I have, too. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't want to get rid of the different sizes that I have, but I really need to. Like, what I need to do is just get back on a workout routine and then, yeah, you know, get to a healthy, consistent weight. You're borderline hoarding at this point. And <laughs> you hold way too much sentimental value in things. Like, I'll pull a shirt out. I can't I can't do that that with you because I get so frustrated because I – and I, it's, it's partly because it's a bad thing on me too, right? Like, I don't hold sentimental value in anything. So I go through my closet like every six <laughs> months and dump it. But and if a shirt wears out, you just throw it away, yeah. right? Like you don't care. You, however, you're like, oh, that's the shirt I wore on that one camping trip with that my that one friend that I haven't seen in ten years that one time, and it makes me remind him. So I got to keep it, and I'm like, uh, or you could Is get that rid true? of. It. Is that true? I mean, I have kept like my mom has a shirt from like probably the '70s, and it's really cute. It has giraffes on it, and it says like the San Diego Zoo on it. But it looks like a realistic, like, safari. I don't know. The I'll have to, like, take a picture and put it, put it on this page so you guys can see. From with the, the 70s. Episode. But I never wear it. So he's right. Like, I am sentimental. And then, like, when my dad was a canoe guide up in the Boundary Waters, he had a really cool shirt that, like, has rainbow stripes on it. And it's not meant to look like like an LGBT shirt, but it kind of does. And so I love it. But again, I never wear it because it has this like 
giant horrible collar on it that like the points on the collar fold down to like your armpit crease like they go that low because it's from 1975 that's so why. he's right some of that stuff I have to get rid of no I okay I disagree with you actually and I'm sorry Tyler but I think that you should okay, keep, you can be wrong I think I think you should keep the retro stuff because that's stuff you can't ever get again. I'm talking about getting rid of the stuff that you like bought at Old Navy that was like it's two years old and you've worn it twice. Like, right? Get rid of that crap. But the well, old stuff keep because you can't ever replace that. And well, someday parents are gone, you're gonna like be happy that you had those. Yeah, that's true. Well, Heather's I right. I could keep the two sentimental family shirts and then just get rid of like the five old navy shirts that I have that I've had for probably Heather five years or four years it's crazy because I was diagnosed in 2014 and some of these long sleeve shirts I have I remember wearing when I was diagnosed so you're right like I can get rid of some of that stuff and, and it will probably help you because it reminds you of that time yeah yeah like not in a good way yeah yeah. I think I think clothing can hold a lot of memories, like you said. So yeah. some of the bad memories maybe you just wanna get rid of. And maybe that's cathartic and good and when healthy. when we were going through the house with my aunt, they were pulling everything out, right? From all my grandparents' stuff. We bought our grandparents' house. They were going through it to get clear the house for us to move our stuff in right because his grandparents weren't well enough to do it themselves and like my aunt was going through things and she's just like should we keep this oh what about this because and your mom and your mom oh this and i'm like and lloyd this is all garbage to me i hold i don't want any of this (laughs) like yeah they kept asking oh do you want no i don't want it i want it to be thrown away or out of this house like that's what i want (laughs) yeah it's hard and it's almost cat like i'm almost callous about it and it, I think it kind of upset them a little, but it's like, it means nothing to me. It's just stuff. Like, yeah. I got the memories, you know? That's the important thing. Yeah. Well, and I guess maybe that's the difference between girls and boys. Well, I mean, I think, like, men typically, and I feel like people will be like, don't try that. But I don't know. I feel like men are not typically, like, into keeping things, especially, like, if it's clothing. Like, it doesn't hold a value. Like, but... That's not always true. I don't know. I think like right. has their own things that they deem valuable and their own reasons why. And that's okay. Right. Know? Exactly. It doesn't have to be, you know, gruff man Tyler opinions across the board, although we love him. <laughs> and I love that for, for what it's worth, you guys both know me really well. And I'm really happy that I am with a man who does support getting rid of things because Heather you know me too and you know sure there are some things you would be like yeah Tess you can keep that and other things you'd be like Tess get rid of please at least 35% of this stuff oh yeah I mean I kind of helped you pack up to move to Michigan yeah you've helped me pack up more times than any friend has true I moved you out of your place when you had cancer actually yeah, when I was up in northern Minnesota there, near Glenwood and Alexandria, Minnesota, Heather went all the way up there and packed up all my stuff and brought it all the way down to Winona. That was a long haul. What, that did that take you haul. two days to do all that? No, we did it in a day. And wow. you drove it down to me in a day. Yeah, you're amazing. Well, and then I remember we got to 
Joseph and Linnea's and Joseph was like, you guys want to stay here and spend the night? And I kind of wish we would have, we were so tired. Yeah. Like, it was probably not super safe driving home, <laughs> but yeah. it was kind of like, you know, at the time it was like, just. You probably just wanted your bed, you know? Oh no, did Heather freeze? She might have froze, but we're going to just get her right back on. Oh, nope, there she there is. is. You, you froze for a minute. Hi. Um, Sorry, just... It might be my internet. No, I think, well, yeah, it could be, but don't worry. No apologies necessary. We just have to all make sure we're not talking when other people are talking, because I think the internet might glitch a little bit, so that was my bad. Sorry about that, but... um. What, what did you say, Ty? I was just say, you probably, at that point, after doing such a long move, you probably were just ready for your bed, right? I mean. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it was just kind of like, get home, go to bed, you know. But I remember that was such a scary time for, for you and your family, Tess. And I don't know. You were it feels like forever in a way. I'm sure maybe for you it doesn't, but. No, it, it it does. Like, I was just thinking about that today, actually. Like, holy cow, that was, I mean, in like this time, seven years ago is when I started to have symptoms. So it is weird because seven years, it's like seven years is a long time. You're right. When you, when I look at the numerical time yeah. that it's been, it's crazy. So that is crazy. It's been a crazy well, and a crazy year. Like, and Christmas is right around the corner. Yes, Christmas. It's December. Okay. What are you guys planning for Christmas? We're gonna we're gonna actually stay home Christmas Day. We might be driving home from saying goodbye to Tyler's grandma. She. Um, actually went on to hospice, so we're going to go see her oh, and say our goodbyes. So, we were gonna say, I'm so sorry. I did not know that. Yeah. My grandfather has ALS, and my grandmother has really bad Alzheimer's or dementia, one of the two. Yeah. And um, she just got put on hospice, and he's probably not far behind. So we're going to spend this Christmas with them and, you know. Well, COVID be damned. It's, you know, at this point, it's, it's a goodbye either way. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's really tough, but we're, we know that they really want to see us too. You know, it's kind of their decision. So we're going to yeah. be careful, try to stay home and not really see anybody. I mean, Tyler has to go to work, but we're going to try to keep them safe by, you know, not really seeing anybody before or after immediately. So. Definitely. That's Are you going to go get tested before or just, I don't know. I think it's a good idea. I think yeah. we will. Yeah. Probably in the next week or so we'll go get tested and then try to just hang out and lay low until we go. So, yeah. yeah. So we're going to do that for sure. Um, and then once we get home, we'll just, you know, lay low, take it easy. We got each other each a couple gifts that we're going to put under the tree and open up once we get home. So that'll be kind of nice. Heather, I can text you what I got, Tess. <laughs> Ooh, yes, I want to know. I'm curious. Yeah. What are you going to do, Heather? Well, 
my partner and I are hoping to go to, I know this is like probably against the rules, but we're hoping to go on a little vacation um, down to Texas with his family. So how we get there is to be determined. Um, Obviously, you know, driving is safer. What is safe? Honestly, who knows? Um, Yeah. Who knows? I have but not gonna, been in the airport since this has all happened. I have no idea what to expect. Um, not, it's not bad. Just keep your mask on. It's otherwise. It's right. Fine. Like you're going to keep yourself protected and yeah, that's to, what matters. I've had to fly for work and. A couple times. Yeah. It's been great because nobody sits next to you. So like you can spread out. And there's less people at the airport. So he goes through security fast. And like, yeah, yeah. Like I've, I haven't spent more than 10 minutes in a security line. It's been great. And, um, you know, if you have a party, it's like you and your partner, you and Larry can sit next to each other, but (laughs) Larry, (laughs) I love, I love that we're calling him Larry because I absolutely hate that name. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that is quite a name, but it does work. It works perfectly for this instant. Right. What What do you want from Santa, Heather? Um, what do I want from Santa? I want world peace. Oh. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Lame you, answer. You put me on a spot. I know. I'm sorry. Um, Corvette or something. I mean, honestly, I want what I think everybody wants this year is this pandemic to to be done. I, I want a vaccine. I want Joe Biden to be president, which is happening. <laughs> Thank I, God. I, I Thank God yeah. that we all get a giant gift wrapped in more sanity than we've had the last four years. I, sure. I know. No, I mean, I really just, I really just, I want, I want people to, to be healthy and safe. And I want, um, I want the vaccine to come and I miss my family a lot. Honestly, I have not seen my parents since Christmas last year. Um, that's been really hard for me. I've actually yeah. kind of, I've broken down a couple of times recently because holidays are super hard. I'm tearing up right now, actually. Um, That's but- okay. It is super hard, and people know that if they heard your episode. You lost your oldest brother around this time. And, Heather, one of the reasons why you haven't gone home is to keep your mom, dad, and brother safe, right? Exactly. I mean, it. you know, I considered going this summer um, and just, like, camping in their yard. <laughs> I remember you know? that. Yeah, my dad was like, I'll clean out the ice the ice shack for you. You can sleep in there. And I was kind of like, okay. <laughs> but I never did. I just, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, they're older. My dad's 74. My mom's 71. And, you know, they have their health issues and diabetic and other issues. And I just, I, I can't see them. And I don't. You know, that would be the worst thing is to to think that I got one of my loved ones sick, you know, accidentally. So it's just hard not seeing my parents in a, in about a year. Yeah, it's so hard. This year has really been hard, really, really tough. How has like the isolation been for you, Heather? I don't want to dwell on that too long because I know we have a limited amount of time. But what you, was the well, like? Are you talking about the isolation just in the pandemic as general or quarantining? Both. Yeah, both. Or or what was hardest for you? Maybe let's rephrase the question. What was like, what sticks out as hardest for you? 
I would say at the very beginning, the first couple of weeks of isolation were so hard for me. Um, I'm an extrovert. I and you live my, alone. And I live alone. I get my energy from people. Um, that was super, super hard for me. And just the whole shift from going into work every day to like walking out of my bedroom and then like walking, you know, 20 feet over to my dining room table to go to work. I'm air quoting right now because it doesn't feel like work when you're in your own home sometimes. Um, before before uh, COVID hit, excuse me, um, I'm a social worker and I am out, was out in the community every day, driving in my car, meeting clients, um, doing kind of counseling in the community at coffee shops, at libraries, um, at their workplaces. And to have such a drastic change from that to just like going over, flipping up my laptop every day, you know, it's just, it's, that was really hard. Um, it took a while to adjust and yeah, I mean, honestly, quarantining hasn't felt like any, like it's been hard at all. I mean, it's, it's, it's the same thing basically, except now instead of going into stores, I just drive up to a pickup location to get food and they put it in your trunk, you know, so that hasn't been too hard. Um, but initially, I would say the first month of, of of isolation was really hard for me. Yeah, it is hard. And I, I feel you, girl. I'm the same way. And I mean, sometimes I think me having a part-time job on top of working on the podcast would be really good for me because, yeah, there are days where it's like, yeah, you just you do. It gets really mundane going from your bedroom to your kitchen, to your desk, to your couch, like to the bathroom. Like I hear you. It's just kind of like, you feel like you're going crazy sometimes and it feels like time is crawling by. It does. And this is going to be so hard, right? From Christmas. Like this is the time of year where you are meant to be with people and to celebrate the love you have for family, friends, and you can't. Yeah. Like you, you can't not, not openly with them anyway. So yeah. I know it is super hard. Like my little niece had her birthday today and, you know, typically the whole family gets together for her birthday. She just turned six, um, which is happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah. You know, normally we'd have like a big family gathering and do cake and dinner. And that was not something we could do. So I shipped her a gift. Like she got it today or opened it today but I shifted a couple days ago and just so different not being able to see family and I think it's really important to remember that um you're not alone in this especially and there are people who who have lost loved ones to COVID and their holiday season is going to be especially hard so yeah you know yeah it's nothing that's ever going to be easy, especially this year for sure. So we're, we're with, we're with all the listeners and spirit and hope that people are safe and have a good time as much as they can, you know, at home with their loved ones. So just gotta stay home and drink eggnog martinis and relax. Oh, <laughs> nice transition, Tyler. Do you have a recipe for that or what? We do have a recipe for that. 
Okay, what is it, Tyler? I don't know. I've never made one. You remember what we bought. You make them. What's the cherry or the almond? Amaretto. Okay, so you buy amaretto, vanilla Smirnoff, or any vanilla-flavored vodka. What else, Ty? An eggnog. And then you can mix in, like, nutmeg or allspice seasoning. And we're pretty fortunate here in Michigan. There's a lot of dairy farms. And so we get Guernsey's eggnog, which is like amazing. It's kind of like Wisconsin, like that good. So, yeah. The chocolate milk literally tastes like a milkshake. It's thick. Like you pour it out and it almost like clumps out. It's kind of weird. No, it doesn't have a top. But like in a good way. Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh. Not in a curdy way. He just means like. The sound is literally like gup, 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 gup. Like it's just really delicious. It glugs. Yeah, it glugs. Glugs forth from the carton. This this episode, Heather, is called December 2020 Funsies. And Tyler came up with that. So we're also just going to continue to make up words because that's what we do. And if we keep drinking, we might even, you know, be really ridiculous later. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I can do is make hot urine from my hot water (laughs) from my hot water that I'm drinking and I I don't really have any fun effects other than being hydrated but I'm glad that uh Tyler's gonna be a little toasted after this we should get some sake and you can drink warm sake yeah we're gonna serve Heather sake the next time we see her it will it will kill all the germs and we will also be able to all enjoy sake together I know but here's the thing do you microwave sake I don't know we're gonna find out but we have to go see Heather because she's already come out to us twice yeah it is our turn to visit her I agree well we need you to come Come with me when oh, I yeah. go there because we need somebody to carry me up her steps. Mini soda. Unless I can hire Larry for the evening to do that. Larry can do it. Larry's very strong. If Larry can't do it, I can stay with Becca too, which is fine. And then Heather will just have to come to Becca's or. But yeah, we'll just have to call on Larry. Give me That's an L. Like we Larry can't... and I were talking about next summer and we would love to come back out for the fourth. If... Oh, yeah. I'd love to have you. Yeah, and it's you guys are more than welcome. So sad because like there's this really amazing disc golf course by us called um Toboggan. Oh. And he knew about it. He was like, Oh my gosh, can we go play it? And I'm like, sorry, it's only open a certain time of year. When he was here last, I found out after he left, it was open. We could have played it. Oh, well, we'll go next year. So I was like, damn it, like it's like a pro-rated course. Like he would have loved it. I, I would have hated it because it's awful, but <laughs> it's because I'm bad at disc golf. Um, hey, at least, he your, at least your wheelchair doesn't die, Tyler. That's true. <laughs> but now you have new batteries, so maybe it'll last most of the time. So yeah. about Larry and disc golf, but I won't tell the full details. Okay. You he can got, share. You can share got, what you want. Signed Fine. by a disc golf company. It just disc golf. He got signed by a disc golf company. That's great. That's super exciting. Well, maybe I she don't know if that. I should say that yet because it just happened. So well, that's yeah. amazing. It Holy is... crap! Like what congratulations, Larry. Yeah, congratulations, Larry. Wink, wink. You know who you are. Um, Heather, what does that mean? Will he get like? Oh, he's getting paid? swag. He'll get swag and he'll get paid. Uh, he'll probably get sweet like 
clothes it, to wear. It depends on the. It depends on the. It depends on the level of of like signage she did or whatever it's called. But um, oh, I don't it, know anything about that. Yeah. But... So, so it depends on like what level they signed him in at. But he's at at the very least he's going to be decked out with their swag and a bunch of their plastic. So it's still a sweet deal no matter what. Larry, yeah. for the for the listeners, Larry is very athletic and um, spent some years as a professional basketball player. And so he's gotten into disc golf more recently, and he's been doing very well. And so that's what I'm talking about. And it's no and it's no surprise. So he's a stud. He is a stud. I agree. We all think we all think Larry's a stud. (laughs) I'm in love. Whenever Larry's, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're gonna move on because I don't want to say too much. Um. Oh, eggnog martini. Did we finish that? We did. We we know. we told people how to make that. Again, amaretto, vanilla Smirnoff, and eggnog. I guess don't forget eggnog. And then you do a little dash of nutmeg and allspice seasoning. And because we don't have one of those fancy metal <laughs> like shaker cups, we just do a mason jar with ice with a lid on it, and we shake it up in there and then dump it out. And and it doesn't take very much amaretto, you guys. Like. You know, a martini is like two or three shots vodka, two or three shots um, eggnog, and then you just do like a splash of the amaretto because it it's tastes, very strong. It tastes like a cherry cheesecake. Oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah, it is so good. So that's our holiday drink we wanted to share. Heather, your holiday drink is wine, right? Unless I'm wrong. Share with <laughs> the listeners what you're going to drink this holiday season. And what are you drinking right now? Right meow, I'm drinking <laughs> water. <laughs> um, but you know, I my holiday drink, yeah, I don't know. I'm always a good good fan of wine. I like I like uh apple cider, like a hot apple cider. Yes. If you put a little, like bourbon or spiced rum in it. Oh, we have spiced rum. Ooh, talk dirty to me. That sounds amazing. Yeah, Heather, I'm actually really glad you said that because I bought apple cider and i was literally unsure of what to put in it so that's another great one what do you do just like captain morgan with apple cider just like if you have any like bourbon if you have like maker's mark or like even jim beam just like put a shot in your apple cider it's good okay that's that's super fun okay we i want to say one more thing about larry or whoever um, and Heather, we want to do a roll 20 game night where it's yes. just you and one other person and then me and Tyler. She wants to have a double date. And yeah. I, I don't know why. But it oh could be gosh. Christina. Yes. It could be Christina or, or anybody, anybody, or I could get uh, a fourth for us, but Larry should come. And I want it to be Larry. Okay. We should play 500 or Pinochle. Oh my gosh. Can I just tell you what Larry and I have been doing like nonstop because um, playing cards is what we've been doing and playing rummy 500 and he beats me every time and I am not happy about it. Yeah. Rummy's fun, Heather. That's what you and I like to play on roll 20. That's a fun one. We just started playing cribbage. Yeah. Oh yeah. Although I don't know if we could play that on roll twenty because you need like the pegs. The pegs, yeah. Well, we could keep we could count the pegs. Yeah. We could figure it out. But it's really funny. Tyler actually learned cribbage at the full family reunion in two thousand like seventeen in the summer, the first time we dated, 
And my grandma Ethel taught like everybody on my dad's side cribbage. So it's just fun. It makes me feel a little bit closer to her during the holidays. So that's nice. We used to play cribbage with my family too. We would play cribbage and Mary, Mary Widow. Have you guys ever heard of that game? No. What's that? Tell us what Mary Widow is. I'm writing this down. I honestly can't quite remember how to play it, but I would play it with my mom and then like a brother. So you'd have three players and you would deal out four hands. So the widow was the extra hand that was dealt out to nobody. And you have to make tricks basically. So like, I think it's like whoever gets highest out of the three of you, kind of like war, I think. I can't remember. My mom is really good at it though. She's like, it kind of, yes, it kind of sounds like a mix between like Euchre and 500 too, if, if you have to lay tricks and rummy. So yeah, next time, that's fun. Next time you, Larry, and us are together, I should teach you Euchre. It's a four, it's a four person game, but yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, yeah. Ty- Tyler, do you want to share with the listeners what other things you do on Roll20 or should we move along? Oh, I don't care. It's, it's a, it it's a table it's a tabletop a virtual tabletop for RPG games, so like we've used it a lot for um, RPG. a game a game for called Pathfinder role playing game RPG, uh, so like D and D a game called Pathfinder we put, we play Pathfinder two e second edition so we use it for that a lot yeah um, super fun way for Tyler and his friends to get together during the pandemic yeah, especially in the beginning when. Yeah, everything was up in the air and during the holidays, right? Yeah, so we've been doing that a lot, which has been fun. And we're actually doing it tomorrow. So Virtually, cool. yeah. And Tyler and his IT buddy, like, hang cameras from, like, the ceiling above the board. And, like, they well, get all serious. Well, so when, when we get together, if people can't be there, we actually do. We hang cameras above the board. So if someone cannot make it, they can maybe make it virtually. Um, and they can still be there with us. Yeah, this session, yeah. however, is going to be completely virtual, so we'll just use Roll Twenty in its entirety. Nice. That's awesome, actually. Yeah. Hey, Heather, uh, you want to make a character? We, we can build you a paladin elf. You could play with us. Oh, um, yeah. I'm not good at games, but like that. But I, <laughs> Heather I would, would one. Try. Heather would 100% be an elf. No, she could be, or she'd be like a. Like a sorceress Tengu, which is a bird person. Oh, that sounds cooler than an elf. (laughs) (laughs) It does sound cool. See, that's the fun thing. Beck and I were talking about this too. And we said the fun part that's appealing to us is like being able to play a character and like really be outside of yourself. And like, it's kind of like acting a little bit, right? I should run a game for you and like all your girlfriends, like Heather, Becca, you get Anne, like that'd yes. be fun. And then I just like run it. Yeah, that'd be fun. Game master. Yeah, we're down. Heather and I'll be there. We'll just have to extend the invites. So, um, okay. She, she says it. Yeah, definitely. I'm never like I'm never doing. No, that. <laughs> no, I would do it. I'm sorry. I um. I would I'm do thinking- it. Even if I'm horrible, I I would still like the interaction with people. Yeah, you know? me too. I'm. I seriously would play. I really would. I'm just. Yeah, you'll just have to help us with like all the special abilities and stuff, and how to roll, and what the strength and might, and all that stuff is, because we don't understand that. But, um. 
Um, let's see, because we're kind of running out of time, aren't we? But let's quick talk about, um, as long as it's December funsies, I guess we really should talk about, um, I wrote, I wrote on here ways of giving back and that's hard right now because like our church small group would do like volunteering and stuff. And we probably will try to figure out something we can do that is safe. But I just wanted to share with everybody. I saw online like last week, a really cool image and I'll share it with everybody, but it's basically an advent calendar. And instead of opening up like chocolates every day, Each day of December up until Christmas, you put one item from your pantry that you like have excess of or that you might not need or that whatever. And you put like a can of tuna in the box one day or a box of oatmeal. So I thought that was really cool. What do you guys think of that? Or or do you have anything you want to say about December traditions that you have heard of people do that you're like, that's really cool? I really like that idea. I think it makes a lot of sense, especially like with the pandemic and a lot of people are out of work and, um, you know, unfortunately with the economy, especially how it is too. And, you know, there was hopes for a second stimulus check. And I know there's a lot of people struggling and food insecurity is always something that is unfortunately an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and this year, it's not like you can actually go somewhere and, you know, like, serve a meal or right. do things like that. Um, I like that idea. I have not heard of a lot of other ideas like that. I I think that's wonderful, though. I, yeah. I think so we t- should do that in July, too, because I feel like around the holidays, so many people are giving. Like, it's good. We should. Right. right. But, like. In the middle of the year, too, when they're You're getting less less donations, we should do yeah. something like that, too. Yeah. Like, do a Christmas in July or something and do yeah. that. Yeah, or we could do, like, our birthdays, because mine's in March and yours is in October, and Heather's is in February. So that's a great idea. And then one in the summer. We could do it when Heather and Larry are out visiting us. When When's your birthday? What, February, end of the month or beginning of the month? And February 27th. Uh, so... That's what we should do. We should surprise her, show up with bows on our head, just at our doorstep. Be like, we're here. Yeah, we should. should. Be, she'll be like, well, that's great, but I have to work still. And we'll be <laughs> like, all right, go to work. Yeah, we'll babysit your cat while you're at work. I, oh my gosh. Well, he doesn't need a lot of babysitting. He's pretty fat and happy, but. Okay, Heather, I have to tell you, this is the last thing I'm going to say. So if you guys want to share anything else after my story, feel free. Otherwise, we'll all say goodbye. And happy holidays to all of our friend, our friends and listeners and family. But um, I got together with my brother when I was in Minnesota really briefly last month. And um, I don't know if I told you guys the story, but I'm going to tell it to you again because I, I don't think I told you. And it's hilarious to me, but he lives up inside of a house and it's like three steps. And because I'm in a wheelchair, he had to carry me in. So he carried me in. He just threw me on, like he piggybacked me inside and then he sat, sat down on his futon and we like hung out for two hours and then it was time for me to leave and go back to bed, you know, go, go back to my bed. So he, and by the way, like right when I got there, I peed, like immediately I cathed myself, I emptied my bladder, everything was fine. And I was only there two hours and you guys know I cath every what? 
three to four hours. Yeah. So (laughs) I thought like, okay, I've been here two hours. I've had like one glass of water. It's fine. I'll just go to the bathroom as soon as I get home and lay down. Right. So Mm -hmm. no big deal. He gets my wheelchair set up down the stairs. He comes over to me. I pull my knees apart. He sits down in front of me. I grab onto his neck. He stands up, walks (laughs) to the doorway. (laughs) And we're literally like probably only half the way to my chair outside. And, And Micah goes, Tess. Something is warm on my back. Oh, no. Tess, something is warm in my butt crack, and it is not my warmth in my (laughs) butt crack. So, you guys, my bladder was so full. I didn't know this, but when I was on his back, like, my belly must have just been pushing on his back, right? And, like, the pressure of my hips hanging just made my body so lax. I peed. I peed on his, I peed my pants, which came out of my brief onto his back, down his own dang shorts in his boxers. So I gave my brother a golden shower very sadly. But I just thought that was a funny experience. Can I just say something? That's not a golden shower. I know Tyler was gonna say that, and I shushed him. You guys are perverted, and I don't even. Heather, Heather's over here, like I know what a golden shower is. Okay, and that, that is not a golden, golden shower. shower. <laughs> I really do not. I just know that's not it. So, all right. Well, let me just say that a shower is generally clear, and the shower that I gave my poor brother was far from clear. So literally, he felt bad. He was like, Tess, I'm sorry. I love you, but I have to go to the bathroom now and shower. So it's just funny. And that's just, you know what? You have to laugh at yourself, Heather. You know this. Yes, you do. In every moment, in the hard moments, in the sad moments, in the funny moments, laugh at all of it, you know? Yeah, it's important. Thank you, Heather, so much for coming on. You're the best. And we miss you. And we love you. I know. I miss you guys, too. Um, We'll talk soon. And happy holidays to all the listeners, too. Happy holidays. All right. Love you. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 This has been Push Diaries Podcast. Please visit our website at pushdiariespodcast.com to see our mission and learn more about the guests. This is your podcast, too. I want to hear your stories. Email me at pushdiariespodcast at gmail.com. And consider supporting the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pushdiariespodcast. Thank you for listening.